So today I want to talk about two different halacha questions that come up regarding Natila Sadayan. The first question is, does a person have to stand when they say the bracha of al-Natila Sadayim? And now typically people are standing anyways when they wash their hands and wiping it, and of course you would just simply say the bracha while standing. But the question is, is there a chiv? If someone is in a chair, if someone has water being brought to the table, we can think about Rebbe's Tish, where they bring water to the Rebbe, or by a Seder, Lel Pesach, some families have the minog, where they would bring the water to the table, even for rachza, not just for orchatz. And the question is, does one have to stand when making a bracha? That is question number one. Question number two will deal with, what if a person does not end up eating? Is there a problem that he made a bracha of al and he didn't end up actually eating bread? So question number one regarding standing for, Nitilis, for the bracha of Nitilis Sadaim, the uh, later Paiskim quote, the Magan of Ram and Simichas. If you look in Hilchas Natila Sadaim, it doesn't say anything about standing while making the bracha. Mishavru doesn't quote it. However, in Simichas, where the Shochnar discusses the halachas of Tzitzis, the Magan of Ram there says that a person should stand every time they make a bracha on a mitzvah. For Birchas HaMitzvah, a person is required to stand. There he does bring some exceptions. An exception would be for mitzvahs that are a matir. His example is Hafrashas Chala. The Mishnah in Mesechtas Chala says that a woman is allowed to sit and do the Hafrasha and make a bracha while seated. So you see that when it comes to a mitzvah that's a matir, it's not an obligation to do Hafrashas Chala. It's only if you want to bake bread, then you have to give Hafrashas Chala, give it to the Kayin, Bizman Tumavetahara. Today we simply burn it. But there's a mitzvah of Hafrashas Chala only when you decided to eat bread but it, uh, and to make bread. But if you weren't making bread, there would be no mitzvah. He talks about a tzitzis amatir. If you want to wear clothing, you have to put uh, tzitzis on the on the uh, four corners of your baguette. And the Chuvas Van Hagas wants to say the same thing would apply to the halachas of Natila Sadaim that I don't have to wash my hands. It's only if I am coming to eat a suda, when a person is about to eat bread. So in that case, you have to wash your hands for a suda. And therefore, even according to this Magan Avram, of the, the necessity to stand while reciting a bracha would not apply to the halachas of washing your hands for Natila Sadaim. And a person would not need to stand while making the bracha. It happens to be the Gra argues on the Magan Avram there in Simen Ches, doesn't like the fact that the Magan of Ram assumes that Hafashas Chala is simply a matir. He says it's a mitzvah as well. One should not try to avoid this mitzvah. He brings down rayas from Shochanarach and Simon Shinchav Gimel in Yaradea. One could argue the same thing would apply to Natila Sadaim. person should not try to circumvent that, that, that Indian if, if you're about to eat a meal. Wash. Also, we saw yesterday... There's not only is there simply a, a, a requirement to make sure your hands are clean, there's a concept of mitzvah l'shmoya chachamim that a person should wash, or it could be there is more of a mitzvah than just simply a matir. That would be a question on this chuvas v'hanagas. Another point to consider is that the poiskim in Simen Ches and Hilchasitzis, they bring down from earlier sources, the Pnei Yeshua and others, that the only time a person has to stand while reciting a bracha, a birchas mitzvah is when the mitzvah itself requires standing. When it says, perhaps lulav, there's a requirement to stand when taking lulav and esrug. That's when you would have to stand for the bracha as well, birchas kahanim. However, when it comes to a mitzvah that you don't need to stand, for example, achilas matzah, nobody stands when they eat matzah, you lean, there's a mitzvah of haseba, you're allowed to sit when you make the bracha. And the same thing would apply over here, there's no mitzvah to stand when washing your hands, and therefore there would not be a mitzvah to stand while reciting the bracha of al-natila if a person is seated, 
he's on a plane, he's uh, in a car, and this is the way he's going to wash. There is definitely what to rely on. One would not need to stand while washing, or, and of course, uh, while making the bracha, and of course, he wouldn't need to stand while washing his hands. However, there's always an Indian that perhaps standing brings a person more kavana, and there's more hachana to the mitzvah when we stand and take it more seriously. So, of course, those are their inyanim, but halacha lemaisa, one would not need to stand while reciting the bracha, and that's why the rabbis don't stand when they bring the water to them, or rachza by the seder, the chule. Let's move on to question number two, and that is, let's say a person washes, they, they said, they dry their hands, they're ready to sit down for the meal, they're about to make the berchas hamaytzi, and they realize the bread is moldy, they're eating in a yeshiva somewhere, the food is not good, they realize that this place does not have a good ashkacha, whatever the situation is, they decided they're not going to eat. The question is, was their bracha a bracha levatala? The bracha of alantila sadaim. Now, if a person has no choice, he can't eat, it's not kosher, obviously you're not going to eat, yeah, that's more important than the bracha levatala. But let's say it's it's f- good, it's good food, you just don't want to be fleshig now, and the bread is uh, it's full of, uh, it's a hot dog with a bun, you don't want to be fleshig, assuming you're going to have to wait six hours after eating the, the juice from that hot dog or a burger. And you decide, I don't want to wash now. I don't want to be fleshics from this sandwich. Is there any Indian to say that now I really should eat a kazayas in order to save my bracha of al-natila sadayim from being a bracha levatala? So the Paiskin quote, the Ritva, this is quoted in, in the uh, in the Shari Tshuva. On, on Shulchan Aruch, it's also quoted in the Shas Tshuva's Har Tzvi. It gives more explanation to this. They quote the Ritva. The Ritva Nechulun says, let's see a person... Someone made a bracha of a nimlach, he decided, he changed his mind, I'm not hungry now, I'm on a diet, I'm not in the mood. Halacha is, it is not considered a bracha levatala. And the heart Tzvi says, there would not be any need for him to go push himself because the bracha worked. In short, what he did was, he washed his hands in preparation for a suda. He was yoytza, washing hands to prepare himself for a suda. And he would not need to make, it would not be a bracha if he doesn't end up eating. That's the simple understanding of the ritva. The Hartzvi brings a little more explanation to this. He says, let's say a person made a bracha and he, he dropped his cup of wine. So you're making Kiddush. He made a bracha and he dropped his cup of wine. Let's say someone else, uh, let's say someone else would have, would have wanted to be Yaitza with this since he made the bracha and the bracha, there was a chi of bracha on it, even though he didn't end up drinking, someone else who was about to drink wine could be Yaitza through this friend who made the bracha of Kiddush and he does not need to make Kiddush again, he doesn't need to make another Bayapriyagafen. What's Pshat? So the Hartzvi says, or Tzipes Afrengi says, because at the time when the bracha was made, the bracha wasn't the bracha levatala. He made a bariprayagafen with a cup of wine in his hand. And that bracha was a perfect bracha. When he's about to drink it, he slipped and it dropped. And he didn't end up drinking that wine. So someone else who was being yaitza with the bracha, meaning he had his own cup of wine, but he was yaitza, the bariprayagafen, through his friend. So the bracha was a good bracha. And by saying amen to that bracha and having in mind to be yoytze with that bracha, he's allowed to drink his wine. That's other Hartsvi Paskins. This is found in Shochnar, Simon Reish Vav. Let's say a person made, made a bracha levatala. He totally, uh, 
did not need to make a bracha. He already made a bar paragafen, and now he makes another bar paragafen. He wants to be Yoitza, his friend. Halacha is, he, he cannot be Moizi, his friend, because that bracha was a bracha levatala. So he brings a ride from there in a similar way that when you made the bracha, Bishas Maisa, there was a Chiv now, and once, and just because later on the bread is no longer good, the wine spilled, at the point of the bracha, you were Yoitza. So that's a very broad understanding of the Ritva by the Hartsvi. Others argue, and we'll come to a different explanation of the Ritva, the, the uh, Stechemet quotes the famous Shalas and Shuvas Rashba in Chelek Aleph Simen Yudches. The Rashba talks about how come we don't make brachas in certain mitzvahs. And he says that the reason we don't make a bracha, let's say on giving tzedakah or the like, is because we don't make a bracha on a mitzvah she'enet tluya kula, Biyada Isa, that the Isa, the one who's performing the mitzvah, it's not fully in his control. If it's not fully in his control, let's say giving tzedakah or many mitzvahs, perhaps the fellow is going to say, no, I don't need this. So if it's not in your control fully, then you do not make a bracha because perhaps it's not going to work out at the end. So the stechemet says, oh, you see from here, that a person, when you are making a bracha, you should make sure that it does work out at the end. And therefore the Stechem says, let's say you have a case where a person comes to the meal. And then he already washed his hands, he made a bracha volunteer time, and he realizes this bread doesn't look so tasty. He's not in the mood, maybe he'll eat somewhere else. So the Stechem would say, based on this rash, but since you made the bracha, you should take care of things via uh, daim, and you have the opportunity to make sure the bracha was not a bracha in vain. And the Stechem and Paskins, that a person would have to push himself to eat at least a Kazayas in order that the Bracha Rishayna should not be a Bracha Levatala. However, the Batsala Chachma argues on this understanding of the Stechemed and of the Rashba, and the truth is, he really argues on the Haratzvi's understanding. He says, in a very broad level, he says, when a person made the Bracha of Al Natila Sadayim, the mitzvah is over. Of course, he has to wash his hands because he plans on eating bread. But at that point, at that stage, he did 100% what he was supposed to do. As the Shulchan Aruch says, When a person is going to eat bread, he has to wash his hands, and he makes the bracha on until the sedayim. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. It's not dependent on that he had to eat hamaytzi later on. As long as he prepared himself, he did the Kedusha Sedayim, this Kedashtim, as we saw in yesterday's year. He prepared himself properly to eat, that was the entire mitzvah. And therefore, in that case, it was totally up to him to wipe, to wash his hands correctly. And he did that. He was yaitzah. This mitzvah is over. There's a new mitzvah of making a bracha rishayna on your hamaytzi. And of course, Chazal went out of a person to wash his hands unless he's eating, plans on eating bread. But he planned on eating bread. And when he washed his hands, at that point, there was 100% doing what he was supposed to do. In fact, the Betzal, Betzal Chachman, Betzal Stern, in Shalas and Shuvah's Betzal Chachman, Chelek Hei, Simen Samach Zayin, it's also found in Samach Vav as well. He talks about someone who was planning on driving somewhere, he goes, he's on his trip, he says, and then something happened, he got, he, uh, the meeting got canceled, or the like. Should he travel now to go save his Tfilas Haderach from being a Brachel of Atala? The B'tzalach Achman says, absolutely not. His Chiv was, when you are traveling, when you're about to travel, you, exactly, you have to know exactly when to do this, but when you are traveling, you make this tefillah, this bracha of tefillah saderech, in order to daven that Hashem should save you from listing the highest voice by derech, and he did exactly what you were supposed to do. By not traveling now, you didn't make the bracha a bracha vatala, you did what you were supposed to do at that point. So at 10.05 in the morning, you were already, you know, mechutz la'ir, so you made the bracha for the future travel, 
Even if you don't end up traveling, you did your part, and you don't need to go travel to save yourself from a bracha v'atala. So it's a yisoid that the B'Tzal Chachma says in many, many other places, not limited to, to Tzvila Sederach. He has other interesting cases. Let's say you had a fast. They had a tzibah. They were fasting because it wasn't raining, so they said anenu in the morning, and then it rains. So the halacha is you don't say anenu by mincha because it's no, you don't, no longer are fasting anymore. You don't need the rain. Yet, what about in the morning? We said anenu. So by... By showing it's not a fasting, maybe the aninu was a bracha levatala. So he says, no, the aninu in the morning was required because this was the plan. The plan was to, is to dive into fast, and you would not need to say aninu again. And it's not a problem that you're breaking your fast or that you're not davening like that anymore because you did what you were supposed to do at that point. And what happens later does not create a bracha levatala lemafreya. So the same thing, that's how he understands the ritva, not like the hartzvi, that... Um, that a person at that point it was fine. He says, you did, you did the entire mitzvah that you were supposed to do at that point. That is the entire chiv. What happens later on is not an issue on, on a, does not, cannot create a bracha levatala lemafreya. It could be, you could say the Hartzvi would agree to him as well. Just a little different, a different uh, approach of how to understand this ritva. And this ritva is used in many, many places in halacha. And we will continue the halachas in another shir.